Hello and welcome to Women in Strength. This is the podcast that goes far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Rasheen Hawley and I'm going to be spending this time with you every single week, jumping into the real life challenges, the real life topics that we face as a coach, as a business owner, and as a woman running her own business in the fitness industry. I've been in the industry since 2013 where I started out as a sole trader in a commercial space and now I own my own gym here in Melbourne called Barbell Babes Brigade. I absolutely love being in this industry and I love educating and exploring the things that come up on a daily basis. I love to help other ladies really explore their capabilities as a business owner, as a coach and seeing what they can do. Because the thing is, when we create businesses as women, we are unrivaled. We have a power that is so untouchable and I really, really want to explore these topics that quite frankly can stop us in our tracks sometimes. So strap in, we've got lots of stuff to cover. Hello, hello, good morning. Well, it's my morning. Um, Wherever you are listening to this, hi, nice to have you back. I feel like I haven't recorded a a solo episode in a wee while. Um, Last episode we had on the podcast, which was with the absolute fucking queen, that is Billy, um, absolutely blew up and you guys really got so much value from that episode. So thank you for sending through feedback about that. Um, I'm glad that the guests that I'm getting on the podcast are just resonating with you guys because that is the whole point of doing this, um, is to give you just, you know, genuine conversation conversation, real open topics that we all fucking go through and and opening conversation from there. So if you haven't listened to that episode, it's an absolute banger Um, and words of freaking wisdom from that ray of sunshine. So we've got a new episode today Um, and this one's been, as is every solo podcast episode I do, it's always um, influenced, impacted, all that kind of stuff by literally the conversations that I have with business owners, the experiences that I face. Um, and just living and breathing being a business owner like you guys. And today I was coming to the gym. Um, it's quarter past, well, it's nine past eight as I'm hitting record. And I got here about um, 20, 30 minutes ago. And I just went to the toilet as the jug was boiling. And I, as I was sitting there, <laughs> no one to pee, I was looking at the mirror and I was like, oh, the mirror's dirty. I need to go and wipe that down. And I got up as the jug was still boiling. I went and got the glass cleaner wipes that we have. And as the jug was boiling, I got like two, three things done. And it just made me think, um, fuck, there is like as soon as I step into the gym, my brain is on. My, it's not even as, as soon as I step into the gym. Um, It's actually, you know, the car ride here. So I want to discuss what the reality and like the truth about gym ownership is actually like. And it's also a really, really important conversation to have because I'm having a lot of business owners approach me and have conversations with me about opening a gym. Um, Right now in my world, so with the people that I'm working with in a business capacity, um, I am facilitating two, no, three gyms currently, and they're all at different phases. Um, one one gym owner is, uh, sorry, one business owner is pretty close to signing a lease. Um, we've got two others uh, that are looking for property. 
um, and going through that process. But in my world of business owners, yeah, I've got currently three. I did have four, five, um, and through conversations, it's actually ended up that it's not been a great time for them to do something like that. So I want to have this discussion with you guys because this goal for a lot of business owners is coming up a lot. And I just want to put it out on the table. So we're going to have a real frank conversation about what gym ownership is really like. Now, I'm going to, I was um, presenting over the weekend. So I had the crew from FMA here um, and we were doing a a workshop in powerlifting and we had coaches um, here for two days. And I was coaching them about all things powerlifting and it was so much fun. And then I was having a conversation with one of the other present with one of the presenters and we were talking about you know gym ownership and how he he's going and what he does and he was sharing thoughts saying you know I used to want to do something like that like gym ownership but I don't think it's for me now and and I quite frankly said to him um yeah I agree with you I don't think it's for everyone Uh, but I think the first kind of point here that I want to discuss is that I think the industry has really pedestaled um, gym ownership as like the normal trajectory of growth or like the thing to be striving for. Well, when I was first in the industry, it very much was, but I think it is definitely starting to uh, alter and change. So it used to be this kind of thought pattern that, you know, if you start in a commercial gym, especially obviously if you're a face-to-face coach, online coaching is a bit different. You start as a face-to-face coach, you then maybe hire another staff member. Then once you've, you know, built you and your staff member up, um, the next kind of normal step would be to open a gym. And that's kind of like the pinnacle of being a face-to-face coach. And like, I'm just here to tell you that it's not. Um, you know, that's not the the pedestal goal of gym ownership for a lot of coaches. Um, And that's because there's a lot of things that come with gym ownership that I genuinely don't think is for everyone. Um, And I also don't think that it's not, it's not a to say that someone who owns a gym is any better than someone that doesn't. It's just about personal preference, skill sets, what success means to the business owner. Um, and it's really, really, it's like I said, it's not for everyone. Gym ownership is very much a lifestyle. It is, um, it is a commitment to your own lifestyle and others in your world. Um, and it's it's good to see, well, the conversations that I facilitate, I can't speak for other mentors, but the conversations that I facilitate with business owners is I like to search for fucking every, everything when it comes to someone that comes to me and says, I want to own a gym. And I'm like, cool. And we go through the process, but I'm always attacking it from both sides. What are the benefits? What are the drawbacks? What are the trade-offs? What is the quote-unquote good and bad? I want someone to get a very good overall picture of what it is like because you know, taking on something like a gym with a commercial lease or if you were to purchase commercial property, you're, you're, you're banking on doing a lease for a good three plus two years, five years total, right? And if it's not for you and if the why is not there and if the underlying reason around why you want a gym is off, um, it's a pretty fucking big commitment to for potentially something that's not set aside for you. You know, sometimes I see... Um, that gym owners might embark on the journey and they get, or any goal really, they climb the ladder, get to the top of the ladder, look around and realize, holy fuck, I got to the top of the ladder. I'm at the top of my goals, but 
this is not for me up here. Where did, where did I get lost? What was going on? So that's just kind of the first point is like gym ownership is not it. It is not the pinnacle of success in the fitness industry. And I do think that especially with an increase of obviously online coaching and what's happened over the last couple of years with COVID, a lot of people are just seeing so many different options um, when it comes to running a fitness business. And I really, really love that because with the options of how you run your business, it's also options for you as a business owner to, you know, really run your business in a way that feels good for you, whether it's a hybrid model of face-to-face plus online, whether it's full online and you want to travel, whether it's online and you're still at, like, you're still in the same place, but you might have a few, a few face-to-face. Like, there's just heaps of options. And, and I think that's really good because it's like, it's just expanding the way that we work. Um, and I also think that, especially during the last couple of years, I also think that clients are a lot more open to online coaching now. Um, I know that, like, I've been online coaching myself uh, for gosh years and years right and it's the preferred training that I like um, for a number of reasons I don't feel like I need to have a coach there in person all the time Um, I'm pretty autonomous with my training it's just a a training program and a training modality that really really works for me so um, I think that clients are starting to see that as well. So yeah, that's the first kind of point. Now, gym ownership. Um, I'm not here to be like, like I said, my my job as a mentor and, and what I want to get across is that I'm always coming at, at it from both angles. So although I definitely don't think it's for everyone, like this is for me at this stage of my life. And I say with that asterisk at this stage of my life, because as a business owner, I am always, it's almost always my prerogative to change my mind if I want to. And it's your prerogative to change your mind about anything in your business. That's the beauty of running a business. You get to control the outcomes. You get to make the decisions. Um, but for me, gym ownership is a very big part of my life. And it's something that I really enjoy. Um, But with that enjoyment piece, like enjoyment doesn't mean that I love every second, but the overall theme of how I feel about gym ownership is a positive one. Um, And I just know that, you know, with the benefits that it gives me, with the feelings, the why, the outcomes that I get for my community, um, and all of all of that mission and all of that you know beliefs and values associated around why I have a gym all of the headaches and the stresses and the challenges it's all completely worth it for me um, and it doesn't necessarily feel like a stressful um, environment all the time. So when we talk about stress, you know, you guys might have heard the the difference in stress between distress versus you stress, right? So distress, D-I-S-T-R-E-S-S, eustress, E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S. There's two different types of stresses. And distress, when we're in a distressed state, it's, gosh, you know, that overwhelm, that, oh, I feel like I feel out of control. I'm in a distressed state. I want to get out of here. It's causing me concern. It's not a great environment to be in versus eustress, which can be that stress, that stressor that actually can push us and that we actually enjoy and that we actually thrive on. And for me, gym ownership, um, you know, there's definitely points of distress, but my overall feeling around gym ownership is that it's a use 
stress. There's definitely stressful parts, but it's an enjoyable process for me to work through. Like when I get a problem, um, when I'm faced with something associated with gym ownership, like I, I very much go, okay, cool. Like what's going on? What's, what's the problem I faced with? Um, what are the solutions that I can come up with? What's the plan to move through it? Like that doesn't feel like a, a distressful situation. It actually feels like something that I'm like, oh yeah, like I really like this and it, it gets me going. So that's how I feel about gym ownership. And it's, it's not always for everyone. Um, and I think like, and this is just a point on biz, like business ownership as a whole for the fitness industry. You've got to remember that a lot of coaches get into the industry because they like training themselves. Um, we all know that whatever certification you get, whether it's one of the better ones that are out these days or one of the shit ones that are here, there's very little business you know knowledge that's taught to you. And so I genuinely think that when people get into the industry, they're people that like to train and think, oh, because I like to train, I'm going to do this as a living. If you like training and that's your thing, that's not a reason to get into the industry. And because that's how a lot of people get into the industry, it sets them up for, you know, running a business and then potentially running a gym. And in a way that they might not actually enjoy, they might not actually have skills around. Obviously, you can grow skills and learn all that kind of stuff, but the underlying, like, feelings around business ownership, which can lead into gym ownership is not like I'm passionate about the business part. It's like I'm passionate about coaching and training. So there's always that element of being in the fitness industry that you see with coaches. And I think that that can set a lot of coaches up as really poor business owners just because of the whole reason why they've got into it. Um, but, you know, that's just a bit of a segue to kind of give you an idea that like, yeah, like this is for me and there's definitely um, if it is created from, if the gym is um, a byproduct or it's a goal that's really, really meaningful to you for a number of fucking reasons, it can't just be one thing. Um, it can be a very a use stress environment. It can be an environment that you thrive in, and that's how I see it. Now, the reality of gym ownership, like, I'm just going to use it literally today and the last, like, I would say month because. It's just, this is my life. This is what it's like. And this is why I do these podcasts for you guys. Like today is an example. Um, I got up. So I get up at 6.30 and we get Lexi ready. Um, my husband, you know, he does all this. He gets her changed. Then I do her hair. Then I do her teeth. I get a coffee. Then I drop her to kindy. And then I start driving. So I do drop off. Like we have got a hectic 30-minute turnaround. Um, but it's so we're so good at it now. And then as soon as I drop her off, I start driving to the gym. And depending on how I'm feeling for the day, well, I will then – like gym ownership is already beginning on my drive to the gym. So depending on traffic, it can take anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes. Today, it took me about 20, 20 something, 20. And I was feeling like I'm feeling really flat today. Um, this is day eight of working in a row. And although this is not something that I do all the time, like I haven't worked a big stint like this in fucking years, it feels like. I was presenting over the weekend. I really wanted to take charge of that opportunity. Um, and it was a really great 
like it was a great a great experience and I feel I'm tired um I had great sleeps but I'm just like you know tired anyway so I was feeling a bit flat and I said okay cool in the gym I drop her off I take a breath I literally take a breath in the car park and I start going what do I need now where is my brain going now whether it turns into I'm going to listen to a podcast to start getting my mind in the game or I need to listen to music um and today it was a podcast. I was listening to the Startup Diaries. I fucking love that podcast. Shout out to Kyle Trainer. He is a king. Um, I really enjoy that podcast because it's all about business owners talking about experiences. And so I was getting myself into that state. And then as soon as I got here, like gym ownership starts, like gym ownership starts in the car and my eyes are like on. So as I said, as soon as I zinged my little fob to get into the security of the building, I came in and instantly my, my eyes scan. And when you're a gym ownership, this is what happens is that when you're in the gym, you're on, you're looking at different things. I was looking at the state of the floor. Like I said, when I went into the bathroom, I was going to the toilet and then I was looking at the mirror which was dirty. And, you know, as I'm boiling the jug, I'm like doing little things, bits and pieces, you know, wiping down the countertop and, um, you know, wiping down the the water cooler. And like, this is not going to be things that people that don't own a gym, like see, whether it's my staff, whether it's people that train here, our ladies, like they just their brain is not on to the extent that I am because this is my home. Like this is how I see my gym. It's my, it's my second home. And so I'm always looking at these type of things. And to be completely frank, like I look more here than I would in my normal home um, because like I'm welcoming and I'm opening my doors to women that come and train. And it's a very big pride piece. And it's a big, it's a big, this is a big piece for me is going, you know, what do you have, what you need? And obviously wiping down a mirror, like it's not something that they need or it's going to impact their training but it's everything sets the scene so that's what I was doing right is like within five minutes of the jug boiling I could scan a number of different things that needed to be done that I'll either delegate or do myself um and then I got my my hot water because I got a sore throat honey um, honey and ginger I walked up and so we our gym now we've got three three floors and so my office is on the third floor. I walked up to the first one, second one. Instantly what I do is I'll go into the second floor. Is the music on? What does it smell like? Do the windows need to be opened? Do the plants need to be watered? Um, how much dust is on dumbbells? Like for anyone that owns a gym, floors get fucking dirty and dust settles on everything. Oh my gosh. And the second floor is closed off. Like we've got doors on every floor. Um, I'm scanning that. I'm like, is the air conditioning on? Are the mirrors clean? What's the playlist that's on? Um, is the leg press cushion being taken off because someone's used it as a hack squat and is it leaning against the wall that's making a mark on my wall? Like you can probably hear from this that all I'm doing is walking into the second floor and my mind just go ding, 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 trip off, trip off, trip off into all of these things. And that's what I'm looking for. And like, obviously I've got, well, not obviously, but I've got staff and I've got people that also do things like cleaning and, you know, we all have like a part to play, but my brain goes to like the extra extent of this kind of stuff. 
just took a bit of a swig. Um, you know, my brain goes there because this is my home and this is how I think. And so I did the second floor. Um, it literally takes me like a second to like just fucking look, at, right? Like I situate myself on that floor and then I find, look at everything and then I come up, come up to the third floor. And then I'm looking at the third floor and I'm like, okay, cool, same fucking thing happens. Um I went to the printer and I'm like, is the air conditioning on or off? Is the printer on or off? Um, what's happening with boxes on the floor? What's happening with snack drawer that we've got? Like every fucking thing that you can think about on every floor is where my head is going. And with that, like for me, because this is how my brain works as gym ownership, I think it's just important to note that if you own a gym and you're going into your gym, like your brain is going, right? And your brain is tick, tick, on, on, on. And then that's the same thing throughout the day. And it's not like going like that 24-7. Like I'm obviously recording a podcast now and my brain is on this. I've got a couple of meetings today and then I'll be present um, and those type of things. But when there's different things going on, whether I'm on the gym floor, whether I'm down heating my lunch up, this is where my head goes. And not only that, but there's different situations that it'll trip off for different things. So for example, um, tonight I've got two sessions. I train four face-to-face sessions. I had two last night and I have two tonight and that's my face-to-face sessions done. Like last night, right? As an example, um, gosh, you can imagine where my head is tripping off. So it trips off like I can hear things. I can hear what's happening with plates smacking. Um, Like I can hear when a barbell hits a pole, when it hits a fucking window, when, you know, what's happening with chitter chatter, what's happening with spatial awareness. Like even though I am coaching and I'm present in my sessions, like I've been doing this for so long that, and it is my gym that I've just got like this extra lens that is always open. And that is, that is the reality of gym ownership. Okay. And today that's like through these different situations, I know this is what will happen. I'll be training today. I got to, I want to train today. And yeah, like, fuck, I'll be thinking about this type of stuff. Like I'll turn the music on, but what am I going to do when I turn the music on and I choose my, my playlist? I will look at the speaker cables to make sure they're nice and tight. I will look at the, any talc or any chalk that's on the top of the speaker. I'll look at that because it's always about like my speakers, they cost a lot of money and it's about taking care of my things. Like everything fucking, everything has this level of like care and like thought because I know the huge amount of work that's gone into every single item in this place, every single plate, every single barbell, everything, right? So I, it's like, I treat these things with respect because I know how much I've had to put in to buy them. And of course, like our ladies are utilizing them. I don't look at it and be like, oh, you know, put that plate down softer or anything like that. But it's just, I just have this lens on because this is what, how much care has been put into this place. And then like this morning, you know, 
it's, I have my list of things that I, I, I sit, as soon as I get to the gym in the morning, I do what's called a high priority list. And I've, I've said this on Instagram. I've done this on podcasts before. I don't necessarily do a to-do list, but the first thing that I do when I get after I've put my bag, got my bag, put the jug on with whatever liquids I want for the day, I'll come up to the third floor. I'll put my computer on my desk and then I'll bring my diary out and I'll say, what is the highest priority tasks that I have today that bring me closer to my mission. That's every, like if you look at my diaries for the last three years, that's the first statement that I write. And then I write out three to five items. Now, not a to-do list, but a lot of the items end up being what can look like a to-do list. But what this does is it allows me to really center myself every day and understand what's my calendar doing today. What is what is the intention behind some of these tasks? How, like, how does it benefit me, the business? How do I need to show up? And that doesn't mean that everything I do on every single day I want to do, like, even though it's my business, I've got meetings that I don't want to fucking go to. I've got shit that I don't want to do, but some, like, a lot of the time I got to do shit that I don't want to do, right? Um, But it's about being present and going, you know what, if I do this meeting today, this is going to be a benefit and going to impact the business here. So it's always just bringing presence around every task and giving it this kind of, not spin, but giving it a lens of like, how is this a priority? And so that's why I do my highest priority task today. And like, I'll literally read my one this morning. So I did... Number one, and also the order of things gives a bit of an insight into like what's really on my mind. Number one is train. I haven't trained in like five, six days. Um, it's been fucking hectic. So you can see that that's a big priority for me today. And even though you might as a coach train and have your training schedule, um, this is written as a high priority because I know when I train today, I'll be able to get present with my body, which will be bring my mind back to my body. And it's just going to make me feel good and be that time for myself. So that's why that's, that's some self-care kind of shit there, right? Number two, podcast. Number three, team meeting power hour. Um, Number four, I've got some content to get out. And number five, um, mastermind check-in, one-on-one client check-in. Oh, I didn't have a sixth one today, is send um, invoicing start dates to a new mentee one-on-one that wants to start. So you can see that there's still a lot of to-do things and there's some meanings in there and like you know, the high priority element of that is just bringing it and centering it back to my day of like, why is this important? Why does it matter? So that's what I do every fucking morning. Apart from the days where I have off, I don't do it on Wednesday, on a Wednesday. Um, Even though I might sometimes do some work on a Wednesday night, I don't do it on a Saturday and I don't do it on a Sunday. So that's my work days, my good big work days, right? And so you can just kind of see the theme of this is that gym ownership, it's an encompassing thing. It's a truly encompassing thing. And like, as I sat here this morning and I, you know, got my, my jug, uh, hot water jug ready, filled it up, came upstairs, did all my checks from second floor to third floor and all that kind of stuff. I wrote my high priority list and then I opened my emails. Um, and that's generally, I'll have a little bit of a quick scan and, 
sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes it's a bad thing because if you open your emails, gosh, you can get lost on fucking tangents as a business owner, right? But I had an email from the ATO tax stuff that I wanted to um, look at. And I opened that up and there was a few things that came through and it was like, oh, cool. This is lodged. This is what's happening. Great, great, great. And where my head goes is, oh, I'm just going to check in on my Zero and I want to see what's happening with that. And then I opened up Zero. I did the log and I was like, I instantly caught myself after that. I said, hang on, what are you doing? Stop. You know, the other high priorities that you've got in your calendar is you literally have in your calendar from 8 to 9 a.m. that you're going to record a podcast. So put it down, put it to rest. Let's go ahead, get back on track. And that's like, that's what my day is like. Even though literally 15 to 20 minutes earlier, I had done my high priority list, our brain goes on tangents, right? You know, it's very easy when you open an email to open that one email and then do the thing, which trips your mind off to look at another thing, which trips your mind off to look at another thing. And that's where my head was going. The ATO email, I then wanted to look at zero, which I then wanted to look at our financial spreadsheets. And that's the normal flow. But I said, hang on, Ro, what you doing? What you doing? Circle back, circle back. Get back to your podcast. You can do that after. That's not urgent. And that's kind of like what a gym ownership is like because you've always got, fuck, <laughs> like, I don't know, like so many things going on. And not only like as a gym owner, but because I've got staff, um, there's that element also. You know, if you think about it, I've got the running of the gym, which is the finances, the the bass, the the scanning the environment, the programs, our ladies, all that kind of stuff. <coughs> then I've also got you know, my staff and it's everything associated with that. Like, how are they feeling? What do they need? What's going on with them? What do I need to do to help support them? How are they showing up in coaching capacity? What do they need? Like, you can see that that's a whole other thing. And then a whole separate thing is our ladies in our community as a whole. You know, we've got a big event on Saturday, which is our lifting party. We run them twice a year um, where our ladies max out. And we got almost 40 ladies. I think it actually might be 40 ladies in one space, maxing out squat bench deadlift. So as you can hear, um, there's a lot of like there's a lot of elements that start to then trip off when it comes to that. And that's another thing. It's like that's what's pivotal for the community right now. So as a as a gym owner, you've always got like, multiple tabs open. Like imagine literally your computer desktop. I don't know about you guys, but I close my tabs down every single day. But I know a lot of business owners, a lot of people just keep multiple tabs up, whether it's to remind them, whether it's just the this the state of their mental state, whether it's like what's going on in their life or whether people close them down. Like it's just how we operate as human beings, right? Um, but that's like, if you can imagine 20 tabs open, when you're owning a gym, it's always like that. And I, like, like I said earlier in the episode, like that's a you stress thing for me. Um, I don't particularly, like there's definitely times where I'll get stressed out about stuff, but I enjoy that aspect of gym ownership. That's why I do it and that's why I've been doing it for ages. But for some other people, some coaches, like they just, they just don't love it. They get into a state of distress. It can become very overwhelming. They will try and tackle everything at once. They'll try and close down all those 20 tabs at once when the reality is, is that you might need to keep 10 tabs open while the other 10 you're finishing off. And I think that um, a, 
you know, how well you can handle that and how well you can kind of sit with things being half done is, is like a skill set. It is like, you know, it, it is a way of life and it is, it is being okay with certain things. And I know that I can deal with like tasks being half done. It doesn't make me feel a certain way. It's just, I know now the reality of like, what gym ownership is like is that you've got some shit that's done, you've got some stuff that's not done, but this is fucking it. So I think with there's a lot of people that are wanting to go down that tangent and wanting to pursue that goal and that objective of owning a gym. Um, but when I say it's a lifestyle, it's a fucking lifestyle. And you have to realize that if you're embarking on a goal like that, it's not for everyone. And you have got to have an element of like committing your shit to fucking what you're doing. And that doesn't mean that you're going to be on 24 seven, but it does mean that there are going to be times when your brain is on. There is going to be times when that's going to impact your life. Um, you know, it's going to be times when it overflows into your family life or your friends or whatever. Like my husband doesn't have anything to do with gym ownership with me. Well, actually I lie. Like he does have stuff to do with gym ownership because he's my husband and I bounce things off with him, but he doesn't do this on a day to day. Like he's got his own job, but he'll be a, a sounding board or he'll be, you know, I'll ask him questions and he'll give me advice. And like, he didn't, this is my goal. This is my passion. He didn't fucking sign up for it. But at the end of the day, like he is a part of it because he's my husband and this is part of my life. So it can have this toll. Um, and I think it's about really having clear boundaries and also being really open and honest with yourself around what is like your mental capacity to deal with something like this? Like how, how do you deal with stress as a human being in general? And if you have really low stress tolerance, don't fucking open a gym. Just don't fucking do it because it can be that some people just cannot handle it and it doesn't become an enjoyable thing. Like I said earlier in the episode, like it's definitely for me, it's the you stress that I enjoy. Um, but then there's parts where I'm like, fucking burn it down. Like I don't want to do this anymore. But for the most part, the overall sense of feeling is this is, this is for me. This is my thing. Um, but you can hear just from the example of today, like it's fucking 839 and there's a shit ton that's already gone through her mind of what needs to be done by going for a pee and seeing the mirror on the bathroom. And that just trips off like X, Y, Z things. So it's just on, <laughs> you're on. And then another thing that you need to have as a business owner or a gym owner more so is like the ability to simmer down the thoughts, the ability to close off the tabs or the ability to close your desktop or your laptop when the tabs are still open. Because this is where gym owners get really, oh, I don't know, like just really tied up and, and wound up is that they cannot be okay with finishing the day knowing that there's still stuff to do, there's still tabs open, but it's time to go to sleep. It's time to spend some quality time with your partner or your friends. And like, that's one of the biggest skill sets that I know that I've grown, evolved over the years is that I have got an ability to go, you know what? Like I don't work past 8.30. As soon as I drive home for the night, like my bag actually stays in the car. I don't like, we're not talking about fucking gym ownership at nighttime. There's just boundaries. And I also don't feel like I need to. So boundaries is one thing, but then like shitting over your own boundaries 
and it being a suggestion is another thing, right? So it's like I know that I'm really good at doing that. It's like I don't feel necessarily an urge to be like, fuck, I have to finish all these things to be able to sleep at night or I have to feel finish all these things so that like I can enjoy my weekend. Like I'm just – things can wait. Things are not urgent. Like – So that, and I think that part there is that's something that does get developed over time. Um, And if you're, if you are a gym owner and like you're in your first like one, one to two years and you are feeling like, fuck, I, I literally can't turn off and I can't, you know, I I can't, I I can't experiencing what you're saying, Ro. Like I wasn't like that at the start. No way. Like the first year was immense immense brain power on everything but the longer that you stay doing this kind of stuff and you know if you think about staying in that state for multiple years like that's not that's not a space is that is enjoyable at all so you just have to you got to work and you've got to change and things things evolve so yeah (laughs) I take a big breath as I say that and as I record the last part but I love it. Like I personally love it, but I think you're getting a sense that there's a lot of things that you do. There's a lot of things that you're responsible for and there's a lot of things that are always on. And so your job as a gym owner is to show up and do, you know, do what you need to do to execute on those things, but also build your skill sets to be able to simmer that shit down. Because you, if you stay in that state, you will forever, ever, ever be fucking like distressed, frustrated, overwhelmed. And the way that I like to see it now is I genuinely don't think anything is urgent in a fitness business. And I can say that lens to you through this podcast, but truly experiencing that, like nothing is urgent. So what that means is things can wait. The things that I see that are urgent in my life is if someone's hurt, if someone needs you know, immediate medical attention, if any, yeah, if anything like that is coming up, emails are not urgent, they can fucking wait, (laughs) you know, programs are not urgent, these things can wait, of course we've got time frames and deadlines and stuff like that, but shit can wait, and if you're thinking that everything is urgent, then you're always going to be responding, if you're up fucking 10 p.m. needing to do emails, chill the fuck out and do it the next day. Manage your time better from your day to day. Okay, so I hope that's given you just like a really frank, um, yeah, kind of feeling thoughts of what gym ownership is really like um, without going into details around finances and tracking and systems and all that kind of stuff. That's episodes for other days, but it's just what it's like living as a, as a gym owner and living in that role. Um, and like I said, it's for me, but it might not be for everyone. Um, and as forever, you know, I say, if you, if you have got any questions, um, if anyone is considering opening a gym or you're in the gym ownership space and you just, you have questions or anything like that, like drop on into my DMs. Like I genuinely love having conversations like that. Um, because guess what, you know, even though I'm a mentor, even though I've been doing this for a while, like I am right there with you. I am going through the same fucking experiences and then some as well. We're all living different lives, but I get it, man. I fucking get it. So reach on out and, and, you know, let's just chat. All right, team. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.